morning. The home. The home is the seminary or the institution. The place of high learning. Okay, the home is the seminary of all other institutions. The home is the seminary of all other institutions. Okay, glory to God. So, Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks, Lord, as we open your word this morning, Father God. I thank you, Lord, each and every one of us. Our hearts are open, Father God, to receive, Father God, your word, Father. And we're praising you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that your Holy Spirit, who resides within us, Father God, brings greater revelation to each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, there you are. Okay. Again, this is Mother's Day for the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day. Okay, glory to God. Um, if I were to ask you to name um, the greatest influence of people today who's uh, shaped the world, who would you name? Or what would you name? Would you name a president or a, uh, someone that uh, has invented something like, you know, uh, Edison with the light bulb or uh, whoever invented the internet? <laughs> you, know, that, you, know, you know, all these things. Uh, or what CEO? Uh, uh, who would you name? Jesus. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, now, since you gave me a name, since you're all, all in that area, who shaped them? So, who shaped them? Perhaps the most influential person who shapes an individual is the person's mom. You should have jumped on that earlier when I said who, who shaped them because today is what? Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. All right. So, okay. We need to wake up. Uh, when a mother is uh, in the process of raising a child or children, uh, there's the changing of a diapers. Hooray, hooray. <laughs> Wiping runny noses, uh, all that type of stuff. Settling the squabbles between the children, uh, right? And it may not seem to be important work, but it is. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, but God has also given mothers the responsibility of shaping these young lives. 
teaching them, admonishing them, uh, and also the importance of knowing and loving God. Okay? Uh, mothers are called by God and they never relinquish their title. I mean, once you're a mom, you're a mom. I mean, <laughs> you don't relinquish that title. Um, uh, a mother called by God does not have to be perfect. So uh, we know that all moms are not perfect. Uh, we would like to think our moms are perfect, you know. But you, know, you could say, well, there's a few things out there that, uh, you know. Well, mom could have did this a little bit better, you know. She could have made the flapjacks with, you know, or put this on that or, you know. Uh, she didn't have to make us wear certain clothes, you know, on Sunday, you know. You know we can all find these little shortcomings for our moms, but, uh, you know. But God didn't make them perfect, just like he didn't make us perfect um, in the beginning. But uh, when we get born again, we, be, we become perfect and then we progress into perfection as we change from glory to glory. And thank you for the amen. All right, okay. A mom's job is tough. Think about it. It's a job that has sleepless nights. Getting up in the middle of the night with that baby, getting the, changing the diaper in the middle of the night, or you know, uh, checking the fever in the middle of the night. You know, you know, you know, the kids wakes up or something and screams, and mom jumps up and checks who's what's going on. And I can tell you that I have a, I am a sound sleeper, so I didn't hear too much. <laughs> So it was, it was important for, for mom to get out there. Um, moms had to make hard decisions. Had to make sacrifices. You know. Uh, they go to the store and say, okay, do we need this? Well, I can sacrifice this for because the kids need this. Or, or they're going to get clothing. The kids need this. We're going to have to sacrifice in this area. So mom's knew where the sacrifices, she had to make a decision where sacrifices had to be given. You, know, you can't have that because Junior or, or Sissy needs this. Hello. So she makes a decision making a lot of the times. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And with all these decisions and all these things that have taken place, uh, it's a thankless job. Don't, they don't thank you. How many times have you thanked your mom? I think of, you know, thanks mom, you know, for making breakfast. You know, we just go out there and, you know, run off and we don't say, you know, thank you for this or, you know, uh, to bring something special home, you know, uh, cookies or ice cream or something special that, you, that uh, you're so desiring. You don't say, hey, thanks mom, boy, you just, Hey, this is pretty good. It's in, it's in the refrigerator. It's in the cookie jar, you know, whatever it is. We just grab it and we don't say, who got it? We just partook, okay? Um, uh, there are a lot of expectations for moms. 
because they can do it all. We've got super moms today, right? The superhero mom. Oh, glory to God. Uh, you know. How come, mom? Why not, mom? You know, we expect them to be able to do exactly our bidding and they can get, they can do the magic touch. You know. Oh, remember getting those scrapes and bumps and you go to mom and somehow it just, it'd be taken care of. You know, uh, well, it's all right there. Let me kiss that boo-boo and all that type of stuff. You know, it's great. We just get it fixed up real good. And hey, she's special. Our moms are special. Um, a mom needs to function without much sleep. Like I said, up, up at all hours with all the kids, uh, <laughs> you know, preparing things. Uh, if it's uh, lunch in the morning, I mean, uh, lunch for uh, making lunch, sometimes it's made at night, getting ready for the morning, or preparing stuff for breakfast in the morning, you know. Uh, they were up before. Dad's got up, you know, getting things together, you know. Um, make sure to get the coffee pot on, hon. You know, I've got to make, be out there, you know. There's mom up in the morning doing all those type of things. Hello. Um, and we expect moms to do everything with a big smile and a happy attitude. Of course I'll do that for you, sweetie. <laughs> you know, they might be late running uh, on cer certain things, but uh, someone in the household asks mom to do something, she drops everything to take care of that individual, that child or that husband. And, you, and they do it with such pleasure. Go get yourself the Make yourself an old peanut butter jelly sandwich. They don't say that. They'll get it for you. Thank you for all the great amens. <laughs> Amen. uh, again, moms are uh, unappreciated. Um, they're not recognized, and a lot of times they're undervalued. Um, mom could do it, you know, that type of stuff, you know. Oh, where her, where has been her rewards. Yeah. And this is what we're going to be looking at in a little bit. But even though it's hard, God has designed the heart of a mom to be a reflection of his own heart. A mom's heart is the reflection of God's heart. Uh, for he cares for his children. And a mom cares for his, her children. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know. So let's turn to, we're going to look at a, a mom this morning, to the book of Matthew chapter 15. The book of Matthew chapter 15. We don't know this woman's name. We don't know her 
marital status, if she's married or, or a widow or a divorcee, we just know that she's a woman, a mom. That's Matthew chapter 15. And we will begin with verse 21 from the King James. Now, this is the Canaanite woman. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the co same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy upon me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away. She cries after us. Well, not really after us, but him. But they said, well, you know, we're with the group. So, you know, we're with Jesus. So she's crying after us. Verse 24. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but to the lost, unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from the very same hour. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, this woman's heart, you can see her, her, her heart. She cared for her daughter. She said his, her daughter is vexed here with an with a, uh, evil spirit. Um, her child is suffering. And when a child suffers, the mom suffers. What is, what is going to, you know, how, the baby's sick, you know, what, she feels that. And she says, I don't want my, nothing to happen to my child. She's, this child has to be uh, brought back to life to bring healing, to, to feel better. That's a mom's heart. She sees a child she feels for that child, whatever it may be. And then, of course, you know, on the other hand, when that child is, is happy, mom's happy. But when a child is hurting, the mom hurts. Amen. Glory to God. Here we see that even though she's despised, she still goes to Jesus and asks for mercy. Oh. He doesn't, he doesn't even speak to her, and she still goes after him. She knows something's going on here. Uh, she evaluated her daughter's uh, problem. Let's go to Ephesians. Even though she's a, a Canaanite woman, let's go to the book of Ephesians. Find the sixth chapter of Ephesians. That's Ephesians chapter 6, looking at verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. <clears throat> I'm going to read that from the Amplified. 
For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending with the physical opponents, but against the despots, against the powers, against the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly supernatural sphere. So this, is, this woman had discernment. She knew that her, her daughter had, was, is vexed with an evil spirit. So she had this discerning spirit on this thing. This is not right. It's not a regular sickness. This, this sickness is caused by evil spirits. And she came to the right person. She had faith in the right person to take care of the problem. Glory to God. Going back to uh, Matthew chapter uh, 15. Uh, again, let's see. Verse 23, uh, 23. But he answered not a word. And his disciples came and besought him saying. Oh, let's read it from the Amplified. But he did not answer a word, and his disciples came and implored him, saying, Send her away, for she's crying out after us. He answered and said, He answered, I was, only, I was sent only to the lost house, lost sheep of the house of Israel. Here she intercedes again. Verse 25, But she came and kneeling, worshiping him, and kept praying, Lord, help me. She knew the daughter was in trouble and she extends herself even further. She said, I'm not called to you. Don't bother me. She's extending herself. She was persistent. A mom is persistent to get things for their children or even their husband. Glory to God. Isn't that the way God is? He's persistent. He, he constantly seeks us, wanting the better things for us. This is God's heart. This is this woman's heart. This is a mom's heart. Persistent to want better things. Let's go on to verse 26. He said, oh, verse, verse 25 again from the Amplified. But she came and kneeling and worshiped him and kept praying, Lord, help me. Verse 26, Jesus answers again. And he answered, it is not right or proper, becoming or fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Boy, that is something else. Little dogs. Um, so even become, call, being called a dog did not deter her. Um, so she didn't take no for an answer. She's persistently asking the Lord, you know, Lord, Lord, help me. Help my child. Now, the word dog, there's two words for dogs in, in, in the Hebrew, not Hebrew, but the Greek uh, text and the, Jesus used the word the word dog not as a mangy mutt that is wild and just runs around but he used the word as a puppy a household pet 
Because where is a puppy in a household pet? Those of you have puppies that have, or you know, there might be not a puppy anymore, but there might be a, large, a bigger dog, little dog. And uh, where is he talking about? Verse 25, the 26, and he answered, is not right, proper, un, uh, becoming, or fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. But where are the children at this point? He's, he's talking about food now. Where's the children? The children at, at the table. So if any of you have some pets, sometimes um, something falls off the table. You know, and we got, we have two live vacuums. Something falls on the ground and you know, well, you're a good little puppy. But but what did Jesus says? It's not right to take the children's bread and throw it to, to the little dogs. Look at verse 27. She said, "Yes, Lord." Yet even the pups. The little whelps eat the crumbs that fall from their young master's table. So there's crumbs, you know. Um, I could look back uh, when we have our, had our children at the table and uh, the puppy was looking up at between the kids just waiting for something to drop. Now she said a crumb, you know, you know. If you knew my kids at the time, food would fly all over the place. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's something they didn't want. They didn't put it under the... Under the but. Come on, eat it! <laughs> okay. Jesus wasn't insulting the woman. But he was giving her something to latch onto. A puppy, not a wild dog, but a puppy, a house, a house, you could say a house, a house pet. He was testing her faith. Okay, you're the puppy. You're, you're in the house, but you're not part of the group. I mean, you know, the, the family as such, but you're acknowledged. And little crumbs go down there. He says, okay, you have faith. Let's see what you're going to do with your faith. And she said, you know, even the dogs get the little crumbs. So he knew somehow something was dropped to the, to the puppy. Glory to God. Jesus was telling her that his first priority was being there for the Jewish people. And it was not appropriate to interrupt a family meal, to give dog, uh, you know, food to dogs under the table. But she said, you know, hey, even even though the meal is being given out, the crumbs fall. You know. Yeah. Like I said, uh, some of us are not uh, 
we get, you know, wipe our face and, you know, napkin knocks off stuff, the dogs would just scarf it up. All she wanted was a crumb. She said, just a crumb, Lord, even a crumb for my daughter. A little, one little crumb for her daughter. The woman took no offense, but was encouraged. Glory to God. A scrap from the king's table, glory to God, is all that was needed to accomplish the request. Or a crumb from the king's table, okay? Instead of getting a crumb or a meal, he answered her request. Verse 28, then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you wish. Wish. What was the wish? That her daughter would be healed from this vexing devil. Glory to God. And he says, oh, glory to God. Be done as you wish. And, your and her daughter was cured from that moment. From that moment. This woman showed great faith. Again, I said, Jesus said, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed that very moment. Request granted. Amen. Just a crumb. Right. Now, it's interesting to note uh, through the Gospels that Jesus only told two people that they had great faith. True. Both were non-believers, as what would we would call it. The Canaanite woman, of course, was not a believer. And can anybody else tell me who the other person was that Jesus told? The centurion, who, whose, whose servant was sick. Amen. Uh, so let's, uh, let's back up to that one and look at that. Uh, that's Matthew chapter 8 there. Matthew chapter 8. Let's go to verse 5. That's Matthew 8, verse 5. And when Jesus had entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lies at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Wow, that's great news. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man of a, under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great a faith not, no, not in Israel. Wow. 
And we drop down to verse 13. And, and Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, thou hast, uh, as thou hast believed it, so it is done unto thee. Both, in both situations, great faith. And Jesus said, as you have believed, it is done for you. Boy, that opens up a great, vast amount that we can do, amen, as, as believers. Both the Gentile uh, woman and the uh, centurion recognized who Jesus was and is and had great faith in him. They heard of all, all sorts of things. That Je you know, Jesus was called to the Jews, but they heard great things of him. And they believed that what they asked, and he heard it would be granted. Wow. Centurion, I am not worthy for you to come into my house, but just give the command and it will be done. The woman said, you know, glory to God. The woman, she said, you know, let it be, even the, even the dogs get the crumbs. I need a crumb. I need a scrap, enough to heal my daughter. We need to pass this type of faith onto our children. It's the greatest legacy that we can give. It's the greatest legacy a mom can give, showing that faith can do great and mighty things. In fact, it's Faith of both parents should be passed on. And, and our, as children, we need to pick up on it and go. Amen? Um, okay. A Christian mother takes time to... A, a Christian mother... Well, let's go back up here a little bit far. To pass this faith on to our children is the greatest legacy to, for any mom or any parent. A Christian mother takes time to tell her children who they can be in Christ. That every child of God has the Holy Spirit's gifts within them. That they are able to do great and mighty things. And that faith will endure forever in that child. You know, this is, we're talking about moms, but dads can implore the same thing. Amen. And especially moms, we need, uh, they need to become aware of the teachable moments, teachable moments that, uh, that, that need to come forth. You know, even if, if you're a teacher, there are teachable moments, something that arises up that you can say, hey, this, this can be, this is, this is something I see you doing. That's a teachable moment. Bring, bring them to a greater understanding. Um, there was a woman named uh, Suzanne Wesley, she had 19 children. I would say she had her hands full. <laughs> but, she, but in a week's time, she would 
give at least one specific special hour to each child. You know, I mean, even, you know, we'll say at dinner or lunch when they're all together, the brood's together, you know, uh, she might, <laughs> she's passing on some goodies to them, but, you know, there'd be a time for each one. She would pick a time for each one. One hour. You know, you figure that. Um, this is way back when they didn't have washing machines. You know, it was these old scrub boards and uh, all that other type of stuff. It was rough work for a woman. And to have 19 children, I don't know how they did it. <laughs> but uh, she spent time with, gave an hour to each child, special time, to tell them who they, who they were and what they can accomplish and, and, and how they can accomplish it. You know, you can do it. You have the mind of Christ and so forth. And two of her children happen, happened uh, to really break forth. Uh, I can only think of one of her sons right now. Um, you heard the name John Wesley. He became a great minister. The, his brother, I can't think of his brother's name right now. But anybody remember who his brother was? Okay. But they were both profound Christian ministers in the world. So, you know, just spending one hour a week with these boys. These boys became, you know, superb. So, you know, spending one hour with our kids, spending one hour with maybe, maybe not but your kid, but somebody else, even somebody at work, Spending some time with them, tell them, you know, maybe they're, like, like we said, if you remember uh, Wednesday's ser service, you're supposed to be a pillar. We're supposed to be supports for other people. Amen. And that person at work might need that support. And you can give them that support and gain, gain their friendship. And, and then once you gain that friendship, you, you have an inside to them to have lead them into greater things. Amen. Glory to God. Another, another uh, family that, we, that you can know of in the, in the Bible is Timothy's mother and grandmother. And look at the, it says what they did. How they led, the, led him in faith. You know. Uh, told them that, you know, that you're a Christian and that you're, you're Holy Ghost inspired. And, and then, of course, then, then Paul came along and even developed into a greater, greater capability. So, you know, those individuals that uh, your children go out, they can meet other Christians that will develop them higher. You, you need, to, you know, we still pray for our boys. You know, sometimes you're saying, wow, what, what has this guy got into himself now? But you know what I'm saying? You lift him up. Because prayer works. It may take a while. Some, some of us have, were strong-headed. Uh, some of you were just so, so sweet. You just received right away. Otherwise, some of us were a little bit, you know, um, like I said, uh, stiff neck. I didn't want to hear things, and it took a while for us to change. But mom was praying for us, or someone that knew us 
prayed for us. Knew what, what okay, I know what that David's going to do now. You know, he's, I, can, I can think of two or three people that, uh, that I knew were praying for me. I didn't think about it at that time, you know. Well, these crazy people, yeah. But I'm glad they did. Because eventually things changed in my life. And uh, I'm blessed because of it. And uh, when we get to heaven, I'll be one of their converts. Hey, you remember me? I remember you. I prayed for you, you know. And same thing with you. There's going to be individuals that... They're going to come up to, uh, they will know, we will know when we get there who prayed for us and we can go up to that individual and say, just thank you so much. Charles, okay. Okay, Charles, okay. John and Charles. And they were both profound individuals, so... Thank you. John Wesley started the uh, Methodist Church. Yeah, the Wesley Methodist Church. So, uh, and a lot of the great songs that uh, have gone down through the ages are still with us uh, through Charles Wesley. Glory to God. Okay. Again, Timothy's mother uh, and uh, grandmother uh, helped develop uh, Timothy's life. Um, the most influential mother are those who. Grieve when the child is grieving and rejoice when the child is rejoicing. Uh, they're there for, for us. I know my mom was there for me, you know. When I, and I know each and every one of us can think, you know. Uh, we may not think of it at this point, but, you know, they brought us into this world and they loved us. You know, they cared for us, so, you know. Uh, A heart that carries, a heart that discerns, a heart that helps, a heart that persists, that persists, that is persistent. This is the heart of a mom. This is the heart of God. A heart that carries. God cares for us. A heart that discerns. He discerns things that we need to, you know, it's okay, this guy's, we need to get, get some angels down there, get some prayer warriors around that boy. Um, a heart that helps. Says this is it. We're gonna to need to line it up. A heart that's persistent. I'm gonna stay on that guy's case. She's gonna stay on your case until you change. You know, we may never see some changes in some people, but it says our our prayers go forth. We are supportive. You remember that? It says that we're supportive. You remember that? And uh, Moses and who were the two that stood by him? Aaron and her. Okay, Aaron and her. Okay, glory to God. God wants to encourage us today to keep growing in faith, keep exercising in faith, and keep walking with him. Glory to God. And you're going to be out for Mother's Day early, early, early. It doesn't require much faith to change things in our lives. In Romans chapter 12, verse 3, it says, we've been given the same measure of faith. 
And I would say it's the measure of mustard seed faith. And Jesus said, if you had mustard seed faith, you can say unto the mountain, be thou moved and it shall be moved. So the faith that we have, the same faith that the, 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 this mom had, we can have. We just have to exercise it. Be persistent like she was. Don't let things go, you know. Amen. Anybody need prayer tonight or this morning? Tonight, you know. Okay, let's all stand. Oh, oh nice. stay there. Wait a minute. We got, we got a couple of things. We got a.